Welcome to Heartache Health and Healing, the podcast for those that are ready to move forward from heartache into healing in a healthy way. I'm your host, Brenda Munt, a personal trainer, health and wellness coach, and a grief recovery method specialist. I'll be sharing tips and nuggets that I've learned on my continuous journey. But please know that this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a replacement for therapy or counseling. I suggest you seek out help of a trained professional for help with your specific situation. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. And today, Tiana is back and we are here with part three of our series. So excited for this. So today is on redefining after loss and trauma. And I am so very excited for this conversation because I think both her and I have different takes on it. So it's, I think it's going to be a really good conversation. So um, welcome back, Tiana. Excited for today. And as I've just shared with you before I started hit record, um, gotten so much great feedback on the last few episodes that I've had with you. So Everybody's really looking forward to this third part of the series and uh, continuing onward. So this is awesome. So welcome Yay. back. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm loving the feedback that we're getting from people and just knowing that what I'm sharing and being transparent with my story is impactful for other people. So that's exactly why I wanted to do this. So thank you so much for the feedback that you have given me to those people that have sent it. And if you have any thoughts on on what we're talking about, feel free to contribute to the conversation. Send me or Brenda a message and um, or even comment on our posts. We would love to hear from you. So thank Absolutely. you so much for having me. And this episode, Redefining Yourself After Loss and Trauma, it really applies to everybody. Even if you haven't had a major loss in your life or you haven't experienced really intense traumas in your life, I think at some point in all of our lives, you know, they talk about that midlife crisis and you kind of lose yourself somewhere in life. Redefining yourself is something that can take place at any point in your lifetime. Throughout all of those life stages that we mentioned in the last episode, there's going to be a point in your life that you're questioning, is this who I really am? Do I really like these things? Do I really value these things? And you may question, is this something I'm interested in because the person I'm dating is interested in this? Or is this because the family I grew up with was interested in this? Or does it really mean something to me personally? Or was I influenced by the environment around me? Which a lot of that influence does matter. But when you dig further down deeper into it, looking at your personal emotions connected to it, we can go through and do things without even thinking about it. But when we take a step back and reflect, and look at the emotions that are attached to it. Does that make us feel good? Does it bring us joy? Does it bring us excitement? Um, those are kind of the things that we want to reflect on and help us find meaning in our lives and help us find purpose in our lives. So I have been through a lot of trauma and that's kind of the, the thing that has molded me as a person is my trauma. And I've been trying in the last almost 10 years now to redefine myself and step away from it. And I was really hung up on the labels that I had given. I was diagnosed at 12 years old with borderline personality disorder. I've been given the, uh, the label of being bipolar, you know, depression, anxiety, 
and PTSD, these clinical labels I held on to so tightly that I felt like that's who I have to be. Almost like I kind of gave up on myself thinking that this is who I am. There's no coming back from these really just big, deep labels that hold so much weight in our lives. And to be able to help myself recover from all of that, I had to start taking steps to redefine myself. Otherwise, I would have stayed stuck in those labels that I, you know, we might talked about in the last episode. If we're maybe it was the the first episode, I don't know. But if we're holding on to the labels that the world gives us, we're we're giving away our power. And I needed to gain that power back for myself. And so here's I wanted to talk about some of the things that I've done personally um, that have helped me along the way and that I, I've I've seen others go through this as well when they're talking about a big loss in a relationship, whether it be a relationship ending or losing a person to death. Um, I, I think a part of us goes with them. And I feel like we we put so much expectation into a relationship with somebody that we're with. We put all of ourselves into it that when they're no longer with us, a piece of us is gone and we don't know how to fill that space. And that can create a lot of the depression and discomfort within ourselves that we feel like we're never going to be able to come back from. Um, so the first thing in redefining yourself, I think, is the healing journey. You have to be willing to let yourself heal those wounds so that you can begin to open up space to allow new things to come in. You know, forgive yourself for, for who you had to become to survive and forgive yourself for doing the things that maybe didn't make you feel good, but you were going along with it because that's just what was going on in your life at the time, or those were the people that you were with. I've had a lot of those experiences in my life where I'm like, whoa, Tiana, that is, I've convinced myself that I was this person for a very raw, real example um, for a big chunk of my life, I was in involved in prostitution and sex work because I felt that that was my value. And I had convinced myself that that's who I was to the point of me wanting to take off on a plane. I remember sitting in the parking lot at the airport, Apple, uh, the Appleton airport with my last dollars thinking if I have nothing else to do with my life, I'm just going to get on a plane and go in Vegas, go to Vegas and get lost on the strip in, in sex work. That was almost a form of suicide for myself, but that's the wow. person that I had convinced myself that I was. And I had to forgive myself for those things, the, the actions that I did take. I did not go to Vegas and get lost in the strip, but that was a thought that I had. So anywhere that I was, I was like, well, this is the person I am. So I'm just going to do it anyways. And I had to forgive myself for those actions. There's a baby in the toilet. <laughs> I'm just splashing around. <laughs> he's, he's discovered how to open up the toilet. <laughs> so people, this is how rural it gets. We're very often it's all, all about authenticity, you know, so she's single, single right. mom had dealing with a young one that wants to play the toilet. <laughs> Talking about seasons of life, this is where we are now with him coming into toddlerhood, discovering how to open up the toilet lid. That was wonderful. <laughs> I'm sure I forgive gave, myself for that. <laughs> I'm sure we gave everybody a good laugh, so it's okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so I've, 
I had to forgive myself for those things that just didn't fit my soul. Because if I didn't forgive myself for those things, I would have kept perpetuating that image for myself and I, I would have destroyed myself single-handedly. Like it, it was just a bad place for me to be in. And I knew that I, I didn't know in the moment that I needed to redefine that and get away from it because I literally had myself so convinced. But as I've grown through this healing stage, I have recognized that that is not who I am. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about how I was able to discover that. But um, but healing ourselves from those traumas, from those definitions that we give ourselves, healing ourselves from the grief that we feel from the loss that we experience. Yeah. That is that one is so hard for so many people. And and it's grief is such a lifelong process that if if we don't pay attention to it and we don't really put our energy into healing from that, it it creates those blank spaces that we don't know what to do with. Um and we also have to heal our nervous system. This is kind of a newer concept, I think, in, in psychology and, and healing in general. Um, and and I'm, I'm sure you're aware of it, Brenda, but our, our, there's, there's books on it too. There's so many things on it now, but um, our body holds on to all of those things. Our, the energy, the emotions, the reactions, the memories of all of that pain, our body, holds on to all of that and that creates you know physical pain emotional pain and um it it keeps us stuck in those same emotional habits and patterns and how we're reacting to things and how we're limiting ourselves with these negative beliefs that we've picked up along the way and it it's something that i didn't really get into until this last couple of years but healing that nervous system has really, really helped me regain a lot of my power. Uh, your breathwork class was a huge part of all of that. And it really kind of consolidated everything back for me of, I can love myself. I'm proud of myself. I can trust myself. These are things that I got out of that breathwork class that were internalized into my body. And since then, I've had just a little bit of a different swagger and just I've had different energy and I've had a different mindset almost um it grown from what I've already been working on but um but yeah that nervous system holds on to so much so I really think that healing all of those pieces physical mental emotional parts of our trauma and our loss are so important to allowing open space to come in we allow room for more discovery new adventures and positive emotions and if if you're stuck in the healing phase don't feel discouraged that you can't start redefining yourself. Each little piece that you heal is going to open up a little bit more so you can do things as you're healing, you know? So don't wait until you're quote unquote fully healed, right. but you can start taking these actions, you know, as you're going through that process. They all work kind of hand in hand together. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I agree with that completely just for my journey. And uh, and, I, and I think one thing, one thing I constantly share when I do the introduction of my breathwork journeys is, is I always remind people that it's like, we need to feel in order to heal. And, and that's why I just, I love breathwork so much because it does help with that, our nervous system. And then just dealing with all the, you know, all this trust and anxiety and the trauma that just we've are so stuck in our body because we're not giving it the space to, 
we're not giving that giving that space for the energy to move around and, and to you know to get out of us. So yeah. yeah, I mean, and I know even for myself, it's just the like you were saying, it going hand in hand, you know, because yeah, it's been two years since I lost my husband, but I'm still in that healing process. And I think it's going to take a long time because he was my soulmate. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I have also have taken strides, you know, I'm moving forward as well. So I, I agree with it going, you know, kind of going hand in hand. Yeah. And I, I think that's the beauty in being able to heal is, is you tap into that self-awareness and you're allowing yourself to heal, but you're also giving yourself permission to have these new experiences and giving yourself permission to fill in those blank spaces that you weren't sure what to deal with. And and I know that I, I don't know personally from a relationship aspect as far as like losing somebody to death, but there's there's a level of guilt with redefining yourself after relationships, especially. Oh like, oh my God, I I I can't change who I was because then I'm not honoring their memory, then I'm not holding true to the person that I was to them. Yep. But I, I think you have to allow yourself to expand yourself because that's what your person would want you to do too. They would want you to keep expanding. And if they were still here, they would still be expanding with you. And that's the beauty of life. But if we don't give ourselves permission because we're holding ourselves back to hold them closer to us, we're disconnecting from ourselves. And and we need ourselves more so than ever, especially after a loss like that, I think. So really important to give yourself permission and allow yourself to fill in these open spaces with new experiences and new feelings and new things. So to get into the technical things of how I've started to do this for myself, um, one of the first things that really helped me was allowing myself to dream again. When I was going through all of the trauma and the, the suicidal tendencies and everything, I really shut out the dreams that I had as a child. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. When somebody asked me, what did you want to be when you were a kid? The only answer that could come to my head was, I just wanted to be dead. I didn't want to be alive. And that was the only thing that stuck with me. But as I've healed, I've been able to look back and I could see those and recognize those dreams that I had before. And I'll get a little bit into that further on. But In this process, I had to allow myself to dream again instead of being stuck where I was. And so to do that, I wrote down kind of, there's, uh, I wrote down five categories, the social, spiritual, physical, um, mental, emotional, but then also professional too, because I needed to find myself in my career. Like what the hell am I doing with my life? Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I wrote down those five categories and I treated it kind of like a bucket list and a brainstorming moment. Um, And when you're doing this, don't limit yourself on time, money. Like this is full on, no limits, dream big, go big or go home kind of brainstorming list. Um, And write down as much as you can in each of those categories. And if you have to set it away and something pops up in your brain, come back to it, you know, pick it up a month, a week, two later, whatever, whenever you feel like, oh, I would really like to do that. Go back to your list and write it down. This doesn't have to be a one and done activity. You can keep adding on to this. Can, so once you, you have, have, yeah. I'm oh sorry, can you can you list your five categories again? Just so, so they, 
so that people can kind of write them down to kind of maybe hopefully trigger some things for them if they want to use the same five or maybe kind of spin off of that? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the five categories I focus on are the social, spiritual, professional, physical, and the mental, emotional. And just really focusing on things that I want to do, goals that I might have, um, things that I want to see for myself happen, experiences. Um, even if I look at other people's lives and I'm like, oh, that looks like fun. I write those things down. Um, so, and if you don't want to write down those five categories, you can just write a list. You know, just, just make a big long list of whatever comes to your head and heart and write it down. But then you're going to do something with this list though. So first, after you write down that list or even before you write down that list, that's fine too. Do a values assessment. Take a look at what really matters to you. What is important to you? And there's little online quizzes that you can take. Um, I've done them just like in, I've been given handouts and stuff that have just a list of different values. You know, you circle the top 10 and kind of narrow it down to the top five and um, explore those things that matter to you most that set your heart on fire or just bring some sort of emotional energy to you and focus on those things. So then kind of get it down to your top three uh, if you can, but if you have a really long list, you might wanna leave it to, you know, check out your five to 10 top values. And those are kind of gonna be a compass for you. So then once you have your values assessment done and you have those that list of values, you're gonna go back to that list that you've made for your dreams and you can kind of match those activities up with your values. Um, I don't have any examples off the top of my head, but um, so for spiritual, for, for me, volunteering is something that I like to do because um, it, it makes me feel connected to a higher source and it just makes me feel connected to the community. And that's where I get a lot of energy from. So for me, I have volunteering. I think I have um, like volunteering at a food pantry, something I have not done yet, but it is on my list of things to do, but that fits into my, my spiritual category for me. And um, so that, that value of um, community fits into that, you know, so I would kind of match up those values with those activities. And in each of those categories, I narrow it down to kind of three things three things for each category that I want to put more intention into and focus on. So you might have this big long list and it can seem overwhelming and you might have that analysis paralysis that I jump into. Um, <laughs> just narrow that list down. If three is too much, just pick one thing from each category or just pick one thing in general to put more intention into. And it might seem big and scary, but if it's giving you that excitement that um that good anxiety that's something that you should do and it's something that you should explore yep, absolutely. so yeah connecting that list to your values i think is really important uh, another thing is meditation there's lots of different types of meditation that you can do breath work is one of them for me um but taking just taking the time to listen to yourself really listening to that small voice inside of you that says you can do this you can 
and ignoring all those other little fears that pop up in there, but just really separating the, the positive from the negative within your mind and in your body and, and truly listening to that. And those little things that pop up might inspire or might tell you exactly what your purpose, your passion, your interests are. I remember sitting there with myself one day and I feel like my purpose verbatim popped into my brain saying, your purpose is to inspire and empower others to live a life that they're proud of. Literally popped in my head just during meditation one day. So you have to listen. <laughs> so the meditation piece is really important and that, that can be very re revealing if you're willing to do the work. Um, and uh, in meditation or just in general, asking questions is really important. You can ask yourself questions to explore what your own thoughts are, or you can ask other people what they might think. Granted, take other people's opinions with a grain of salt, but if you have trusted people that maybe knew you during childhood or um, you know, have known you through a lot of different stages in your life, you can ask them, you know, what do you remember about me that I had a spark about? You know, what did I like doing as a child? Because I blocked a lot of that stuff out for myself. So I don't really remember. Mm. So I had to go back to people that were around me to kind of jog some of that memory and remember. Um, I, when I was a kid, kind of morbid too, but um, what, what thought of mine wasn't. Um, I really wanted to be a forensic pathologist when I was growing up. Um, and why I wanted to do that, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> but I wanted to do autopsies for a living. And granted, I never did do that. But at one point in my life, I did go back to college for forensic studies and biology. And okay. one of my very, very great friends from college, she is now um, a, a coroner's assistant down in Kansas City. So I could live vicariously through her, but <laughs> I, I completely forgot that that was one of my ambitions as a kid. And then in elementary school, I think like first grade, they had us write down like what we wanted to be when we grow up. And I still have that scroll. I don't know how oh, that wow. has followed me around for the last 30 years, but <laughs> on there, it said that I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to, to be that just like happy, explorative um, interactive mom and I'm, I'm getting a chance to live that so on the days that I fit really hard on myself about being a mom I can look back and say you wanted this you wanted to do this embrace it <laughs> um, but asking questions so that you can jog some of those old memories and, and remember what you dreamed about when you were little um, and you know even experiencing so much loss I, I've had a lot of friends pass away for various reasons and kind of at some point it's just after experiencing so much of that you're just like it feels like dreaming is useless you know what's the point of all of this but if we're not allowing ourselves to dream then we're just going to get stuck in this perpetual state of emptiness and mm -hmm. it's going to continue to feel useless so if you're not allowing yourself to dream you're you're just digging your grave for yourself honestly uh, and, and that's what I did for a big chunk of my life so Ask those questions, jog your memory, give yourself permission there to, to dream. Um, and then the next thing is identifying your unmet needs. You know, what what are you missing in life? What are you, what are your love languages that aren't being attended to? What um, 
what what do you need in your life? You know, is is finances a struggle for you? Do you need more financial security? What are those things that you need more of in your life? And then take steps to start delivering on those things for yourself, you know, and just, just try things. Explore is the, the next thing I want to, uh, the next point that I want to take. Allow yourself to take new opportunities, try things. I, I joke about this, but it's very true. My motto in life is to try everything twice. Try it once to make sure, <laughs> to find out if you like it. Try it a second time to make sure that you like it or that you don't like it, but try everything twice because you never know. And that that first feeling might be fun and exciting because you're with somebody or it, the, the environment's just right. But if you try it a second time, the conditions are gonna be completely different. And you might find like, oh, that really wasn't my cup of tea. But <laughs> try it twice. That is my rule with everything. Try it twice. And date yourself. Like, go out and do things with yourself, for yourself, by yourself. Um, when it comes to love languages, expecting somebody else to deliver on those love languages so you feel loved is kind of an empty expectation if you're not willing to give yourself those things first. Oh, give gosh. The, the whole love language thing, I think that I feel like that could be like an episode in itself. Oh, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> it really is. It, it could be because there, there's so much involved into it. You know, there's I'm not going to go into what all of those are right now. But if you like affirmations, give yourself affirmations. If you like acts of service, build something, build yourself something or fix your car, change your own oil, learn how to do it you know, deliver those things for yourself because you deserve to give yourself love too in the way that you expect other people to love you. Um, and if you don't know how to love yourself or you, if you don't know how, what your love languages are, you know, how can you expect other people to deliver on something that you're unsure of yourself? So feel free and give yourself that permission to explore your love languages even. And you need to buy yourself some flowers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just like Miley said, you can buy yourself flowers. Um, go on a retreat. I love the one thing that I do a lot of that really nobody in my life, in my, my close circle of people does is going to personal development things, you know, the, the retreats and the, the weekend stays with a group of women talking and crying and laughing. Those are things that fill my cup up so much. And I never knew that until I did it a couple times <laughs> and I become such a different person when I'm in those environments and not in a bad way I become the person that I love the person that I want to be just more outgoing and extroverted and I just I'm in everybody's face and cheering everybody on and I'm that crazy one that's jumping up and down and doing cartwheels in the middle of these um these conference rooms because I'm just so elated and the energy there is just amazing uh -huh. But I wouldn't have known that if I didn't take the leap and just take the opportunity to. So taking opportunities is huge. If somebody offers you an opportunity to go on an adventure, say yes. Don't say no or limit yourself because you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't like being wet. I don't like going in the rain or like, I don't want to do this because I've never done it before. It doesn't sound interesting. Do it. Just go. <laughs> especially if it's free, then you have to, like, <laughs> I take any and all free opportunities. It's like going to Costco on the weekend with all the free samples, take them. <laughs> because you don't, you never know if you're going to find a new food that just really drives with you, you know? That, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Try everything twice. 
try it. Don't limit yourself with all those little things that pop into your head. If a negative thought or a limiting belief pops into your head, say, you know what? I hear you. That's a, I understand that's a belief that's come into my life before, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to allow myself to experience this because I deserve new experiences. And I, I just think that's so powerful. And that's something that I, I try. It's hard sometimes. I'm not going to lie. It is hard to take all of those opportunities. But when you do, you never know what's going to come of, of, come from that. And it could mean a great new future for yourself or a turning point in your life or a new relationship, a new friendship, a new job, a, a speaking opportunity, uh, anything. It could bring up absolutely anything. And if you're saying no to these opportunities that come up, you're saying no to yourself and you're saying no to your future. So say yes to yourself. You deserve it. Take the opportunities. And again, try everything twice. <laughs> <laughs> Those are, those are the big things that I've done for myself and I've allowed myself to experience. And, and it's really brought a lot of joy into my life and a lot of heartache and struggle too. But, you know, it's back to that life is you choose your own adventure book. You can either choose to take the adventure and find out what happens, or you choose to not take the adventure and you're left with the questions of what if. You'll yeah. never know if you don't do it. So take those risks. Yeah. as scary as it can be sometimes it's really important to do that yeah and the life of what ifs is not a fun path to be down <laughs> no it's miserable because I've done that in a lot of situations and you know I, there's things in my life that I regret and and I I don't want to live a life of regret because I was afraid to take chances and afraid to take risks one of my favorite risks that I ever took that I absolutely could have said no to was uh, when I was, I was 16, I think, uh, my mom, she, I went with her for a work event. All of her coworkers were there and they were skydiving. They had all made big deposits on the skydiving adventure and they were in it. They did all the training and stuff. And as they were going through the trainings, they found out that a lady that had already made her deposit wasn't going to make it. And it was a non-refundable thing. And so my mom offered to cover the rest of it. She's like, do you want to do it? Do you want to go? And of course I had to say yes. <laughs> and this is so long ago, but I had to say yes. And I did. And probably one of the scariest moments of my life is watching my mom fall out of a plane. We're like 13,000. <laughs> and my mom, I love her. She's my roller coaster buddy. Like she's the one that I do those brave adventures with. And um, so I... I was up there. I did it. And we were tandem, you know, so it wasn't a, a complete risk. Um, you know, there's lots of training involved, but I allowed myself to go and I allowed myself to put one foot out on that tiny little pedestal that is smaller than my own foot <laughs> and roll out of that plane and fall and trust this person that I'm attached to that they're going to get this down in one piece. And and we're falling it was the best adventure ever like I had never been filled with so much joy and excitement and just life like I felt so alive that when I landed I told my mom if I could do that for the rest of my life I would never need another man ever I should have picked that up as a hobby right then and there because I had a lot of years messing with the wrong men 
But that is still a dream of mine that I have is to travel and, and be trained to skydive by myself because that feeling was just so exciting. Oh, and I wow. I have to experience that again, even if it is tandem, I don't care. I want to travel and see different places from 13, 15, 20,000 feet in the air, because it is absolutely incredible. And it's an experience that if I didn't take that experience, I wouldn't know what that feels like. And that emotion that it gave me, even just thinking about it, I'm so giddy and so excited about it. The look on my face, (laughs) my my cheeks are because I'm smiling so much, but it just, it's something that I have to do again. I have to. Um, so that's that's why we take those chances because this feeling that I'm feeling right now, the the tension in my cheeks that feels so good right now, I'm smiling so much. Just thinking about it feels so good. And if you build up those kind of memories in your life, like you're building yourself a backlog of things to turn to when you're feeling crummy, when you feel like life has no purpose, no excitement, no direction, and you're feeling disconnected from yourself, you can look back on those memories and say, I did that. I took that risk and it felt so good. And I am excited to try it again because I try everything twice, right? (laughs) Just just do that. Just because of this feeling in the cheeks is so fun. I love it. Um, (laughs) So I had to share that little story with you of me taking a chance on myself. And that's, that's a memory that I have to hold on to for myself because I sometimes I I can get stuck in the monotony of life and I forget to take chances and I forget to find adventure in my life. I had a psychiatrist release me from a day treatment program and said, you don't need therapy. Said, you need to go jump off the stratosphere of downtown Las Vegas. Like my mom lived out there. I I did not go out there to prostitute. My mom (laughs) lived there and I was in day treatment out there. And yeah, he released me from it because I knew all this stuff logically but I was stuck in this feeling of depression and I didn't know what to do with myself. And really it was just, I needed some adventure, some excitement in my life. So he's like, go go bungee jump off that thing. Go feel alive. And that was like the craziest, but most realistic advice I'd ever been given by a doctor. And I I try to hold on to that and that, that I did not jump off the stratosphere. I wish I would have. And something that's on my list of, of things to do, but those two things combined are just my reminder in life that I need adventure because when we're stagnant and we're just stressed out with the day-to-day stuff, we forget about those good memories and we need to make sure that we're creating more of those memories for ourselves and for our families too. I look forward to taking my kids on some of those same adventures that just light up their world. Um, I like like to keep my my adventures so my feet are planted on the ground. Thank you very much. (laughs) Right, everything twice, Brenda. Everything twice. <laughs> At least everything on your list. Um, they had actually um, a friend, a friend of mine that I went to high school with, and this was. Well, let's see. Would have been. Oh, good lord! I'm dating myself. Um, I actually, probably would have been at that point in time seven, seventeen years ago, sixteen years ago. But anyway, so we had run into each other and. We were gonna. Tr- we had tried making the pact that we were gonna. We were gonna do that. Uh, by the time we turned forty, mm. have you done it? No. <laughs> no. Those those she, childhood packs that we make for ourselves. Those are things to add onto the list and get. Yeah, I, I think she probably. As long yeah, as she, a healthy one. I mean, I don't even know what happened at all. Cause I'm like, because I had thought about, I'm like, well, like, you know, doing a tandem with somebody that knows what they're doing. 
I would maybe mm-hmm. consider it. Yeah. And she <laughs> just never, neither of us ever follow up with each other to kind of go through with it all. And, and I, and obviously I still remember it, <laughs> but maybe, maybe someday, maybe before I turn 60, there, that's the, there we go. There you go. Your 60th birthday. That would be an awesome way to celebrate. Like my mom was, she's 25 years older than me. So I was 16 at the time, whatever the math is. Um, she wasn't quite 40 yet. I don't think I'm terrible at math. Don't ask me anyways. <laughs> I, got, well, I got, I got, I got four more years to go yet. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to follow up with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so redefining yourself is really just allowing yourself to live life, to be honest, and letting go of those inhibitions, letting go of those labels and the negative thoughts that we tell ourselves that really just hold us back from experiencing life. So if you're stuck, step into the healing process first, lean into it, allow it to happen, seek out experiences that are going to help you address those things. And, and if those triggers are still really strong, seek a professional to help you guide guide you through those things I've I work very closely with therapists and will continue to do so um and then give yourself permission to dream big again open yourself up and be willing to try those new things to meet new people to change your beliefs and to redirect your attention to to new experiences and then tap into that self-awareness and explore what those deep desires and those big scary dreams are and the things that you've kind of let go of your let go of because of the experiences you've had in life. Remember what brings you excitement and joy and fills you up with some sort of light energy. Um, and really, again, I'm gonna say it again because this matters so much and it's a huge thing for me. Try everything twice. <laughs> you have <laughs> You have absolutely nothing to lose at this point in your life and everything to gain. So just be willing and and open yourself up to it. And and really that's that's what redefining my life has looked like and and that journey continues to look like, especially as I, I heal more and open up more spaces for myself. So I hope that I'm really looking forward to the feedback on this one and I'm looking forward to hearing what things you've come up with on your list that are big and scary that you're going to take a chance on because I know Brenda's going to go skydiving soon so <laughs> I want to hear <laughs> I want to hear what everybody else is going to do too and I, I don't have any huge things on my list I guess my my big scary dream is to be a speaker that was the one like I want to be on stage and I want to share my experience with other people because I feel like I have an impact to make on people and that's my purpose that I've identified for myself in this healing journey is to inspire and empower others to live a life that they're proud of. And um, so that's my big scary dream. And I feel like I'm taking some big steps towards it. So even if you can't do that thing right in this moment, um, like, you know, say you want to travel, start with just getting your passport, break it down into steps, take your list, break those big things that have a lot of steps down into smaller steps and take action on those things. Because again, we've got nothing to lose and everything to gain at this point. Yeah. And so you actually said one, one big important thing right there is like you can make the list all day long, but until you take the action mm-hmm. to do it, because a lot of people that do this, like they make the list, everything, and then the list sits there. Yes. Big dreams require big actions or something like that. I don't know what yeah. to say, but you to, to make those dreams a reality, you have to step into it. And if you're not going to take action on those dreams, 
then what are they? They're just words on a piece of paper, you know? So take action and do those things because you deserve to have those new exciting experiences. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause I know I have, um, after my husband had passed away, I told myself that every year I'm going to do something different, go someplace different, explore something different that I've never explored before. And I, I know it's only been two years, but I have held true to that so far. And I, and I, pl- and I plan to, because I mean, he was always big into that. It's kind of like, you know, life is too short. Got to live, got to live now and do what you want to do. And, and he was always big on that. And, and I want to carry that forward to honor his memory. Yeah, I think that's a great way to honor his memory. And like I mentioned at the beginning, like instead of just stopping your life in tracks, it's just because he's not following that path with you is there's so much power in that. And that's a great way to honor his memory and just allowing yourself to experience life. So I love that that you're doing that for yourself. And I think once a year, you know, if you take that list and we all try to like think about how long we're going to, it's going to take us to do these things, or you can set a smart goal, you know, and, and set a timeline for yourself and make it realistic. Um, doing something once a year, I think is a great timeline. If you want to do something once a month, say, I'm going to try a, a new restaurant, go out to eat by myself once a month. I think that's a great goal too, or quarterly, you know, or every couple of years. I think that's great. Just, just do it though. <laughs> Doesn't matter have, when, just do it. I have yet to tackle that one. Which one? going into a restaurant by myself and have a meal oh yeah I've done this so much I've so even though I have two kids that are under four years old I have been single for a long time and I have eaten in many restaurants even like super fancy um hibachi sushi restaurants you know the ones that like you feel like you have to have a date to go to I go by myself and I, I take a book with me or I just people watch and just learning how to be with, with myself in those moments, those small moments, they don't seem like much, but they're big and scary things that a lot of people don't do. That's really brought me a lot of value for myself of just knowing that I can sit quietly or I can laugh at myself because I see something doing something across the room or I start random conversations with strangers. There's been so many times where I've had random strangers come up to me and maybe they saw the, the negative energy that I was feeling in the time because I was going through a lot, but I've had people come up to me and ask to pray with me. And I've had people pray over my life, just sitting there by myself. I think when I was pregnant, that was a really impactful one. I was sitting at Denny's, just, you know, a nowhere place, but I was sitting at Denny's by myself. And I think I brought my computer to work a little bit, but I was sitting there eating my meal. And these two ladies sitting across from me just stopped me in the middle of everything. And they're like, can we, can we pray for you real quick? And I didn't know how much I, I needed that. And they, they, and I'm not a super religious person, but just their willingness and their insight to see that I needed some of their positive healing energy mm-hmm. meant so much to me. And it was, it's a connection. I think she gave me like her email address and phone number and everything to stay connected, which terrible at, we did not do, but <laughs> just making those new connections was something that it was really meaningful for me. And I've met a lot of people like that. Um, not necessarily prayer, but just new friendships and casual conversations that were really powerful in the moment that I didn't know that I needed to have and, and vice versa. Those people didn't know that I had something that they needed. And so just being able to, to be alone with yourself 
so that you can open yourself to an experience that might be life-changing is really important. And I, I love those moments. I love spending time with myself in that way. So you never know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Wow. Well, kudos, kudos <laughs> for you. you. You are, you are so wise beyond your years, girl. Oh, it just, I know. I don't know how I got here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've in my 33 years, I feel like I've, I always, even since I was a kid, I felt like I have always had so much wisdom and life inside of me but like you know I'm just a kid who's going to listen to you and now that I'm at an age where I feel like people start listening to me I'm like I've lived so much life I just need to get out of myself now <laughs> let me empty up these spaces of wisdom so that I can go and experience life because I've been just festering and analyzing all my experiences and emotions and to to have this kind of insight you know I've done a lot of my brain is going 24 7 and so I've finally been able to analyze them and I'm excited to be able to share those so that I can open myself up to new experiences even more so. Um, so I'm really grateful for this. And one thing I did want to add um, in the healing journey, if you, you know, there's not a professional that, you know, maybe therapy isn't for you. Um, there's, there's free resources available. There's groups that you can go to one for the social aspect, because having that social connection is really important, but some, some groups that I've been involved with, I've gone to AA, NA, SA, Overeaters Anonymous, just to find people that I can relate to and experience. Mm. Um, NAMI has a lot of really great programs. They have um, uh, weekly meetings for people that have lost somebody to mental health issues or if you've experienced them yourself or you have family members that are living with them, NAMI has so many great weekly classes and just drop in things that you can go and, and again, find people that relate to something that you're going through in life. I just did a, an eight week course through NAMI that was just for my own personal mental health, but they have those for like understanding family members as well that have mental health issues. So there's a, a plug for NAMI there. Um, look into the resources that they have because they are extensive and, and nationwide, um, worldwide even, I believe. And then um, local resources, local groups like women's groups. I'm involved with uh, We Empower Her located here in Fond du Lac. They have a 12-week series that I participated in last year and I didn't need a ton of healing at that point in my life, but I needed a support system. I was just moving back from, from New Mexico and I was suddenly pregnant with my second child, knowing I was gonna be in it my, alone. I needed to build my village. And so their 12 week course allowed me to work on some healing things that I needed for myself, but it also allowed me to build a village of people around that I can support, that that can support me and that I can lean on. Um, and, and now I'm taking um, through We Empower Her, their, their series is happening right now where it's like almost towards the end, but I'm doing a mentor and training class with them now so that I can be a mentor next year in their next series coming up in March. And I'm so excited to be able to help somebody in that capacity as far as being a mentor. Um, but just being a mentor for myself kind of helps solidify my healing journey and lets me take all of my wisdom and help share that with somebody else too. So if you've and you've gone through that 
try a new experience of helping somebody else by being a mentor. Um, you can look them up and you can apply and do all that stuff. But We Empower has been a great resource for me too. So look into the resources that are available to you to help you along in your healing journey, to help you gain new experiences. I found you, Brenda, through We Empower Her, through yeah. their monthly speaker opportunity. So it's those, those things that I connect okay. myself with, those free resources, open me up to new experiences because I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation with you right now having done the series if I did not allow myself to go through that experience through we empower so take the opportunities please for yourself it's a great thing I'm off yeah. my my pedestal now <laughs> sorry I just um, had to say and- because everybody's like oh healing is scary and therapy you but there's so many things that you can do for yourself yeah. that are just beyond yes. healing yeah yeah and by, by the way, I, th- I think you're going to be a fabulous mentor. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm excited. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope my, I hope my mentee feels the same. <laughs> um, awesome. Yes. Well, thank you so much for, for allowing me to share all of my wisdom with your audience. It's been really oh. meaningful for me to have this platform and just to be able to share everything. Like I've, I've done a lot of healing work myself just again listening to my own podcast (laughs) through a lot of moments that I've had in this past month that I'm like oh my god I I give good advice I need to listen to that again and I have and it's helped me (laughs) so take these these few episodes that we've done and keep them in your back pocket and listen to them over and over and over again until you have all of the answers that you need because it's helping me (laughs) (laughs) well and thank you for being willing to come on and 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 talk about all this stuff and being so open about you know everything that you've gone through i mean that's Absolutely. i mean it's amazing that you're so willing and open to share and be be vulnerable mm-hmm. vulnerability so, has become you. my superpower um and if there's any topics that, that the listeners want to hear me or want more of my input on please feel free and maybe we can have another episode and yeah um yeah i'm, just, I'm still thinking about the whole the love language thing so yeah that's <laughs> I, I talk a lot and I got a lot of things to say, so I'm happy to come back, but you know, the listeners gotta, gotta let us know if they want. That absolutely. Not, so absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So Very everybody, cool. yes. Either reach out to myself or Tiana. If you want more of this goodness, let us know what you want from us. So that would be fabulous. But Tiana, thank you again so very much. This has been absolutely wonderful. And, uh, and yeah, and who knows, maybe you might be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Brenda. And I am going to check back in with you on the skydiving adventure. So Okay. Sounds good. You're going to hold me to it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying my podcast, I would love it if you'd follow, leave a five-star review or subscribe, and definitely please share with anyone that you think would enjoy my podcast. And I would love to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at Brend, B-R-E-N-D-M-U-N-D-T. Or you can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn under my full name, Brenda Munt. So I would love to connect with you if you'd like to be on my podcast or if you have any questions for me or if you have a topic that you would like me to talk about, uh, definitely send me a direct message and uh, enjoy connecting with my followers. Thanks so much for listening.